From the Cairo Radio Newsroom in Seattle, I'm Dave Ross, and these are the Ross Files. We're going to talk now with a cardiac surgeon in Kiev, Ukraine. I got uh, Dr. Gleb Yemetz's number from uh, our own medical consultant, Dr. Gordon Cohen, who is actually, as it turns out, a frequent visitor to Ukraine. He has uh, done surgery there and has worked at Dr. Yemetz's hospital. And uh, I began just by asking uh, Dr. Yemetz, what was uh, this was last night, we recorded this last night, uh, what conditions are like there as we were speaking? Uh, so now it's the fifth day of the uh, Russian invasion in our, in our country. First two days are, were, were really tough um, because the second day they, they tried really to occupy Kiev and they invaded their forces uh, inside Kiev. So there were big battles before they invading their soldiers with the tanks and all kind of the stuff for that. They are uh, bombing Kyiv with the rockets before and after they are invading their forces uh, with soldiers and tanks inside Kyiv. But all of these battles we we won, so there are no Russian forces in Kyiv now. They are in the suburbs waiting for the invasion, I think, this night. So we're still waiting for air bombs. So you're expecting something tonight, then? Yeah, it's uh, all all days are the same. So, so do you live in an apartment building? I'm living in a clinic. You're so you're at the clinic now? Yes, of all four days. Yes, because we have patients, and on the first and second day we had surgeries because there are some critical patients which will not survive. Oh. If to we could, if we leave them without surgery, so we perform surgery on the first second day, I, and now we have three patients in the ICU and uh, fourteen patients in the uh, in the wards, which we could not discharge, so we could not leave them. So all this, all necessary stuff, including uh, surgeons, cardiologists physiologists, ICU specialists, nurses, uh, technical staff, everybody are here. So, And we're waiting for the injured soldiers. If there are the battles uh, near us in radius of 5 to 10 kilometers, we will invite, not invite, we will wait for the injured soldiers and we will try to help them. So, like an urgent uh, military surgery. So, so then all the hospital workers are are living at the hospital now. Then, yes. How how do you get uh, who's supplying uh, food and you know change of clothes and things like that? Uh, supplying food, you know, our, our nation is a great nation. So now we are like big, big team. So there are some restaurants which are closed. But they have food, and the, we have some cooperations with them. Also, there are some manufacturers which are producing bread and and everything else. So we are supplied with food, water. We can there are water filters in our our institutions, so there are no problems with water. We have 
electricity at the moment, so uh, everything's okay. So you had now? Do you have your own uh, power supply? Has has and the electricity yes. has stayed on or? No, no, no. It's now is the general general electric supply is working, but also we have generators you which do. could generate next twelve hours if it's necessary to to replace uh, uh, general electricity. What do you do if you if you're in surgery and and the air raid sirens go off? Uh, we're continuing to do surgery. That's all there is to it. You're not going down to the bomb shelter then. No. No. Have Have you had any nearby missile strikes to the hospital? To be honest, not to, not close. No, around fifteen kilometers from our center, there have been explosions, but not uh, in neighbors are okay, and our institution, uh, thanks to God, is also staying. Uh, Staying at the place. Yeah. Well, that's that's good to hear. I, I'm curious now. Did you? I think it's fair to say most of us are frankly surprised that Ukraine held out this long because you're going up against um, the Russian army. Were, were you confident uh, the the whole time that you'd be able to hold out? Uh, not the first day was really tough day. On the second day it was the, the toughest day because they there was a lot of Russian soldiers that were tried to get inside Kiev and the, find the, our president, but we destroyed all of their military forces and even their special, like they say, Kadyrovs, Ch- Chechenian elite elite warriors, all are all, all are destroyed by by our forces. And the the thing is that each citizen of Ukraine is now trying to protect their home. People are staying in the lines to be armed, just usual people, usual workers, not military ones. So now everybody in our country are trying to protect their home. I, I heard stories that the Russian soldiers themselves did not know that they would be sent into Ukraine to actually open fire on people. Is that true? I think yes. I think yes, because um, they took all the phones from the soldiers and just they didn't say the where they are going. And then they just put them inside the battles. And they just... The, the thing is, is they're saying that, but I think it's true. Because we are... We were... We were uh, friendly nations before. It doesn't depend on Putin, because Putin is monster. But people, Russian people, they are really close mentally with our nation. Mm-hmm. So that the thing is like that. So it sounds like then Putin misjudged this whole situation. Was he was he truly expecting that the Ukrainian people were going to welcome this invasion? <laughs> I think yes, because he's really blind and, and stupid, and uh, I do not know how to say we've been. We do not expect like that he could do like this, but he thought that that a lot of people are waiting for him here, and when he will invade 
Ukraine, he will have support from citizens. But that is the bullshit. So, so at this point, then, what what are his options? I'm sure that he's feeling pretty embarrassed right now. And we know that uh, for somebody who is used to getting his way, that would make him pretty angry. Are you worried that he might just try to pull out all the stops? Mm, he already pulled out all the stops, except uh, nuclear weapon. So all the air forces, rockets, ballistic rockets, helicopters, tanks, everything. Everything that he have, he already put it because now he had, we destroyed a lot of, there are official statistics from our country. So there are around 6,000 Russian soldiers died, around 40 airplanes destroyed around 700 tanks around a lot a lot of a lot of forces well they've been talking about uh, belarus getting involved now would that change things substantially if the the belarusian army no no i think no because now they're demoralized they understood that for for them it's hell here and we are the truth is on our side because they are invaders they are not protecting themselves they are invading invading our country so do you think the ukrainian army will actually win this <laughs> i think ukrainian army already won this because the half i think the half of military power of Russia right now at the moment was already in our country. So they have left not much and they are really demoralized. They are understanding what's happening. And now Russian soldiers, they don't want to to fight with us because it's we are really protecting ourselves really great. What do you think about your president, Zelensky? First of all, were you, were you a, a supporter of his? Uh, me? Uh, uh, I never voted in our, my country for any president. That's my point of view. But now, he, I know he's before, before war, he, how to say, he had the same problems as all previous with the corruption, with the structure, with uh, everything rem- was remaining the same. So we were not really happy with him. But now he showed us that he's brave man, brave president. And now his support, I think, is around 90% of the citizens wow. because he did, he, he did not leave us. He's staying in Kiev and supporting his nation to defend Russian invasion. I I heard a report that as a result of uh, Ukraine's performance in defending itself, that Ukraine now thinks it ought to be part of NATO. Would you support that? Uh, I'm in doubt. You know, I'm 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 a doctor. I do not want any how to say military uh, parts of some countries in our country. I'm for peace. And I do not want to 
to say if I'm for or against, but now we showed for our world that we could, our army, by our own, our own army is not so bad. We can protect even the biggest military country in the world. So I could not answer your question. <sighs> Mm -hmm. Clearly, you know. No, I understand. You would just like you just like to be left alone <laughs> to live in <laughs> yes, peace. Is that right? True. Yes, yes. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Let me let me ask you this: Do you take this? Uh, I don't know if it's fair to say that Putin has threatened to use nuclear weapons, but I mean, he actually mentioned um, putting his nuclear forces on on higher alert. Do you consider that? Uh, do you consider that a threat? Do Do you think we should? Be worried about that? Uh, I think yes. He's. Uh, we do not know what is in his head, but now he really really is in the bad position and he, and he has nothing to lose because as i know now even chinese are starting to not support him so without china he has no chance to survive in economical status in everything because now the economical situation in russian federation is really really poor and there are 95% were before poor people, and now they will have just nothing to eat. And that would be... In this case, I hope that there will be revolution from inside, because a lot of militaries were destroyed in our country, so not, not much left in Russia, and... In uh, I do not know actually, but uh, we hope that uh, now we definitely know that Putin is a horrible person. Because before war, I was, uh, I, in my opinion, I said that he's, I thought that he's a nice president for Russian Federation. And uh, he's really talented, his external politic is really well. Uh, in comparison with all others, but I had a hope that he will not do that. Now he has any support from Ukrainians, nobody, 100%, hmm. maybe 99% recognize who he is. So now it's a different situation in Ukraine. So do you think he could actually end up being removed from office? Uh, I hope so. I hope that his close uh, staff who is working with them, with him, should do that. Because if he will start nuclear war, there will be no chance for anyone on the planet. So that is the main reason. But that's my opinion. Uh, I don't know actually. Yeah. Well, that would be um, the best solution. I think most people believe that uh, it would be great if we. Woke up one morning, and it turns out that uh, he'd gone missing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dr. Gleb Yemets is a cardiac surgeon who has been living with his staff at the hospital there in Kiev. Uh, I think it's fair to say that um, we, uh, most of us are in admiration of the way that Ukraine has um, resisted this assault, and uh, we wish you the best. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It was nice to hear you. Nice to meet you. All the best. 
Remember that when there's a longer version of the interviews on Seattle's Morning News, you can usually find it right here in the original form, unconstrained by the limitations of a live broadcast. And you can subscribe so that when someone says, did you hear what was on Seattle's Morning News, you can say, not only that, I heard the part that wasn't on Seattle's Morning News. So my advice is to subscribe. And then when we talk to an author, a politician, an entrepreneur, an artist, a scientist, a teacher, a journalist, a celebrity, you'll hear every word. I'm Dave Ross. Thanks for tuning in.